Hey, Jesus Time family, welcome back to Jesus Time, where we get to talk about what Jesus tells us and shows us in our times with Him. Guys, this week was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> and I I want to thank so many of you who reached out to check in on Frank, um, because you heard in my last podcast that he was unwell and we had an ER visit. And I want you guys to know how I appreciate your prayers, your concerns, and let you know also that he is doing just fine. Praise God. It turns out our whole family had um, the norovirus, or as my sister affectionately calls it, the yakin poopins. (laughs) Oh, and it was challenging. Um, Frank responded severely to the virus, but it was a virus and it is past and we are all on the upswing. Praise God. Um, and again, thank you for your prayers. And it was so sweet because it was even during that week of being sick myself and continuing the care for my family that um, Jesus was with me. And in a place of unwellness and also having to care for others I remember barely praying because my brain wasn't fully present and just looking up to the Lord asking for help asking for help and in your I know that your prayers were answered because it was in those little places of I just need help for this moment that I really 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 experienced the Lord helping me whether it was to have the strength to get up and clean up a mess or the strength to get up and get somebody a glass of Gatorade or whatever it was. Um, God was with me in those times and in a time where I was feeling better one day and got a text to which I had to respond and didn't know what to do and it was a stressful moment. I remember praying, I was like, Lord, I don't even know what to do here. and. I was in the word and reading and I happened to be in the section of the scriptures that talked about the temple being built. And I remember telling the Lord, God, this isn't helpful. What are you doing? (laughs) I need to know what to do right now in response to this text. And I took a breath and I tried to listen for him. And do you know what he told me? It was the same scripture from last week. Even there, My hand will guide you and my strength will support you. Thank you, Lord. And so, thank you for your prayers once again. (laughs) We are okay. God is faithful even when we are unable to fully give our mind and attention to him in prayer and in the scriptures. God comes through. So, that was last week, guys. (laughs) And... And now we are at this week. And God is continuing to be sweet and present. And uh, in my recovery and in my place of not being fully physically uh, 100% or present, I'm just continuing to seek the Lord and tackle the responsibilities that are in front of me, trying to remember that it is God's hand that is guiding me and his strength supporting me. And so I I found myself praying a lot, which is good. It's always good. (laughs) 
But then I found myself praying in such a way that I was trying to convince the Lord to care about what I was caring about. I was praying in such a way that I was I was trying to sell God on, hey, you should really help me out here because I was direct marketing my prayers to God. <laughs> and I didn't even realize I was doing that. And then I came upon the scripture. I say came upon, the Lord gave it to me. It's in Psalm 8, verses 3 and 4, and it says this in the NLT. When I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars you set in place, what are mere mortals that you should think about them? Human beings that you should care for them. This is my this is where my brain was. I understood that there was no reason God should care about my stuff. There is no reason God should care about a presentation that I have coming up and that the words should be ordered just so and that the people would receive it in in a way that is good and that God would do his perfect work. Like, why should he care about that small thing? He shouldn't. I think where I went wrong and where God corrected me um, was the fact that he does care. Not because of my thing being important in the scheme of eternity. It may or may not be, I don't know. But God cares because that's who he is. And it is hard and it should be hard for my brain to receive that. (laughs) Who are we that God should think about us, that he should even care for us? And yet he does. I was stuck in the bewilderment of who are we that God should care? But God wanted to finish that thought in my brain to come to the place of yes yes it is bewildering but it is also praise worthy because there is no logical reason for him to care and yet he already does i don't have to convince him about my stuff i don't have to plead my case or (laughs) that this particular prayer or that desire is worthy of his attention and intervention. That is not a fight I need to fight. He already cares. He is already intervening. He is already leaning in and working. His word says that he wills and he's always... He is always working and he wills and works for his good pleasure. First so, uh, Peter 5, 7 tells us to give all our worries and cares to God for he cares about you. The care already exists. I do not have to convince him to care. I can't tell you what a relief that was to my soul in the moment. Okay, God, you already care. I am 
praying from a position of truth that you already care. That is incredible and freeing and wonderful. So I prayed. I prayed from this position. And I started to very honestly share some of my concerns with the Lord. Uh, and I'm going to be very vulnerable here. And it, it feels a little embarrassing, but I feel compelled to share because this is where God met me. And this is what happens in my Jesus times when I am completely honest. So and I want to share that because maybe you feel uncomfortable being completely honest with the Lord in the place of your need or insecurity or what you're asking him for. So I will share. Okay. So I, I know now that God cares and I don't have to convince him to care about my stuff. He already does. Yay. So I am coming up to a leadership conference this week. I'm very excited about it. And I have opportunities to share my heart and share my vision and share my burdens and passions. And it's not in a context that is a big deal. Um, There's a lot of informality, which I love because it's relational. And yet, I have this fear, you guys. If you know me, you know that I can be a little bit excitable. (laughs) You know that I can be uh, a, a bit a smidge over the top. And I have been told, I've been told (laughs) in loving ways that certain demographics don't know what to do with me. And coincidentally, this is a demographic that makes up most of the leadership community in the churches. And it, it, it just makes me feel very insecure. It makes me feel like I don't fit into this place because they don't know what to do with me. And you guys, between me and some of my close friends, this is like a joke. (laughs) Yeah, they don't know what to do with me. Uh They don't know what to do with me. And yet coming on, coming upon this retreat or not retreat but this conference and these opportunities I'm going to have to relationally connect with people that I adore and admire and who I really believe I can add value to as well. I'm coming in with this narrative in my brain. <laughs> they don't know what to do with me. And I brought this to the Lord and I laid it out before him in my very honest, insecure, uh, a little bit fearful way and within guys within one minute he responded to my soul and do you know what he said to me in this place of god they don't know what to do to, with me i felt as, as if god looked at me with joy and excitement a twinkle in his eye and open arms and he said to me yeah but i know what to do with you <laughs> Guys, God knows what to do with me. He knows what to do with all my extra, (laughs) with my over-the-top excitement and volume and personality. He knows. He knows. Because he created me, and so he knows me. And I cannot tell you what a humbling 
privilege it is to be approved of by the God of the universe. He knows. He knows that people don't know what to do with me sometimes. And he knows what to do with me. And that is enough. That is enough for my soul to rest secure. (laughs) How about God just took me from insecurity to to security in one honest prayer? Oh Lord, who, who am I that you should be mindful of me, that you should care about me? And yet he does. He does. And he cares about you. And he cares about the little things that you care about. Ugh, that's so good. So good. So good. Psalm twenty-two, twenty-eight in the Amplified says, For the kingship and the kingdom are the Lord's, and he rules over all the nations. Guys, my God who is in charge of all the kingdoms and the kingship. Guys, he's in charge of the leadership that I am sometimes intimidated by. It is all his. He is the ruler of all. And he is the God who approves of me and approves of you and cares about us. Guys, I am refreshed in Jesus, in my Jesus time. And I hope that in whatever fear or insecurity you find yourselves, that you come to Jesus. The Jesus time I know that will refresh you, that will change your thinking, that will take you from insecurity to security is available for you. Your time with Jesus is not something else for you to check off on your to-do list. It is the place where you find freedom and peace and joy because that's where Jesus is. I love you guys so much. Thank you for letting me share my Jesus times with you. God bless.